Hello, everybody. This is Pastor David and Scarlett, Pastor Scarlett Orton, and trust that you're growing in God, growing in the things of the Lord and, and peace and love and grace and yes. faith and help and health and hope and right. finances and prosperity, blessing, encouragement, all the good things. Uh, the Bible says that um, God sends really only good things. You know, every good gift and every perfect gift. Uh, we used to hear Brother Hagin say, how do I know if something's from God or if something's not from God? And he said, you know, back in uh, the day uh, that he was preaching and, and all, he said there was a lot of talk, still is today, about, well, you know, I've got a cancer diagnosis or something else. I don't know. Is it from the Lord? Is it from the devil? Is God using it to bring my weird uncle goober to the, you know, whatever. So, you know, there's just uh, all this, you know, confusion about what's from God and what's not from God. Right. But I'm here tonight to tell you that only good and perfect gifts come from the Lord. And um, so uh, Amy Simple McPherson used to say, here's all the theology course you need. Good God, bad devil. <laughs> That's so true, it? <laughs> yeah. it really helps you straighten everything out pretty quickly. I know, I know. So, so Scarlett, why don't you talk about what we've been doing today and just kind of bring everybody up to speed? Well, we've been busy here at the office doing uh, the work of the ministry. Yeah, it's real exciting. <laughs> it is exciting, actually. We have a, a magazine coming out. Yeah, second edition. And uh, it's all about world missions. And yeah. It's really neat just to see the pictures. So many people were saved and filled with the Holy Ghost yes. when we were in Brazil. Yes. And uh, a lot of healing testimonies. So many people were just instantly touched by yes. the Spirit of God and testified right there that tumors disappeared yeah. or that their pain was in their body where they couldn't walk um, correctly. Right, and, right. and then they were walking fine. And I just, one after another, wasn't it? And yeah. then, so we went to quite a few locations, about 19 different churches, and the same, the same uh, miracle working power was there every every service. Yes, it yes. was just remarkable, wasn't it? It, it was remarkable, and and uh, it inspires you to continue that kind of ministry. I think it'll probably be a part of what we do as long as we can go. <laughs> I know. We loved it. It was a lot of work, and it was. Uh, uh, a lot squeezed into what 12 days yeah uh, we had so, fun we laughed oh we just we carried on just loved it it was <laughs> eating eating in the car between meetings because <laughs> there wasn't time to do it otherwise <laughs> sometimes uh, david would be asleep at tom's not go oh we're here <laughs> you're fixing to preach yeah i'd be like oh my lord help me jesus <laughs> so, and i didn't mean that as a saying i was like help me jesus <laughs> And by the time I got the mic, I was okay. Oh, yeah. so powerful. So powerful. So They'd always have some mango juice or something in the back that perk you up. Thank God. Yeah, I know. They were so hospitable. I know. All those pastors and their wives. Just yeah. wonderful. And, so and again, you know, just the inspiration of seeing the hunger for God in the nation. Yes. There were several elements. You know, one is the, the churches are just full, just packed. And, uh, you know, I mean, it doesn't, and people say here that, that our young people or whatever are desensitized because of so much media and 
you know, sensuality and everything in, in the, in the media and in advertising and all that. But, you know, that doesn't hold up because, uh, in Brazil is the most body conscious, uh, nation in the world, uh, the most plastic surgeries and those kinds of things and beach culture. Um, and so, and the, the ads, uh, on some of their billboards will make a sailor blush. I mean, you know, it's just absolutely way beyond. Yeah. Where we are as far as technology and all concerning their dance clubs and huge venues on the beaches and that kind of thing. So there's a definitely a youth culture and, and all. And yet they'll go to these churches where they're singing not necessarily the hippest song. No. And there's no smoke machines or paint the whole sanctuary black and turn the lights off. I don't understand why we think that's the way to reach people. They're reaching them there with the gospel and with life and light and power. And so you'll see like a, you know, a, an elderly woman in her late eighties standing there worshiping and next to her is a teenager and they're both singing and worshiping God. And, yeah. and, uh, it's, it, it, anyway, there's the hunger in the church oh, yeah. and for the church and the things of God. The buildings are packed all the way to the back, and then you open the doors, and they're packed on the sidewalk. And then uh, across the street will be a median, and there'll be people packed there. Across the next lane is more people standing out there just straining to hear. That's right. And I guess there's speakers out front or something where they can hear. But my goodness, what a what an amazing thing. And then the uh, the culmination of all the the days and nights that yeah. we were preaching and being there. Then we were right. invited to be um, at a, a really huge event yes. in Rio de Janeiro. Yes. And they estimated on the low side about 150,000 people. Yes. And so we have some pictures of that in our magazine too. Yeah. And David spoke to the crowd for a bit. You addressed them and told them a little bit about what we had done there. Yes. While we were in had been in Bahia. And, yeah. And then. Um, we just were, had a, such a wonderful time. We met the president yes. of Brazil. Who's and, an amazing on fire believer. Yeah, Christian. He was on the stage and he was dancing yeah. with the mayor of Rio de yes. Janeiro when we were singing. To gospel music. One of the Christian songs there and worship. Yes. And, oh, it just, it just brought such joy to your heart to see these leaders of nations. Worshiping God in a band with abandon. And then uh, there were federal judges there that were on yes. the stage as, as well. And, and some and, congressmen. And, yeah. So yeah. it was just, it was such a, a wonderful event. And 150,000 of our closest friends. Yes. Our <laughs> brothers and sisters in yeah. the Lord. <laughs> it was amazing to see that. And as you look to the right from the platform, you could see the Christ yeah. right up overhead and over the, the beach in the city. And it's just really historical almost, you know, yes. kind of thing. Especially now that yeah. we're not gathering right There's now. Some of the last oh. major meetings held in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? It really is. And, and uh, we, uh, most of the ministry time was, was about healing, of course. And, uh, David had me share, uh, just about every service mm-hmm. as well on prosperity. And you think about what our, ne- our, our globe needs right mm-hmm. now because of, of what we've gone through is, uh, you know, Prosperity and health. Yes. And so it was just really interesting, yes. wasn't it? Yes. That, that that's how the Spirit of God used yeah, us there. It was beautiful. And, uh, and, uh, Scarlett 
spoke and ministered and I spoke and ministered and God's using us like a, a thousand and ten thousand. That's right. A thousand of light and ten thousand. Two puts ten thousand. Amen. Amen. So we'll make it eleven thousand. <laughs> Added up wrong, but anyway, it still works. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hey, well, uh, tonight, uh, I want to just, uh, I'm going to speak to you just about a subject that's on my heart. I was kind of thinking today as we were working. I mean, this is like working, merging mailing list, and <laughs> we had, uh, uh, help. Thank God for Sister Shannon. Yes. Crowley and (laughs) her every time we're we're like, we're, I don't know. We're like school children. It's like teacher, my pen isn't working. (laughs) I mean, so we're like, we don't know which button to press (laughs) on the computer. So sister Shannon really helps us. And then we have uh, Jerry and Marie were here all day and helping us. We, brother Jerry and I were working on the sound system a little bit, trying to upgrade some things. So that we could do a little music too on the internet. Yeah. Bring some of that so the music, the instruments could be heard. Otherwise, you know, you might have heard some of our broadcasts where we, we had somebody singing and then, and then we're playing pretty loud in the sanctuary, (laughs) but you can't hear it. It's not being picked up because it wasn't mic. So now we have everything mic'd. Yeah. And so we were working on that and, and, uh, the mailing list and printing and, all kinds of things. So praise God. It does take work to keep a ministry running and it's okay though. It's, it's yeah. rewarding, isn't it? Oh, it is. It, it translates yeah. to souls. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk to you about, I was just thinking about that thing about trusting. You know, I, I have a teaching on, um, um, in God we trust and it's mainly about finances, yeah. about that we is our trust in mammon. Is our trust in the Babylonian system or is our trust in God? And even on our money, I, th- I, th- I thank God. I don't know how long it will always be there, but for now, yeah. it says in God we trust. It's been there forever. Yeah. And uh, I love that, that it you know, could easily say in America we trust or in America we rejoice or whatever, but it says in God we trust. And so even while we look at our money and we spend our money or receive money, we, it reminds us that we'll read it. Yeah. I don't trust in this paper, this green paper right. with a red ribbon on it now. Mm-hmm. I trust in God. Yeah. And, um, because you never know, you know, when the government is going to, I don't know, have a problem or whatever. It's happened before well, sure. in history. And, um, we don't, we don't, and sometimes the government, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little tough on the government sometimes, but I mean, it was just people. And they're scrambling and, you know, nobody that's alive, you realize that no one that's alive today has ever dealt with this pandemic, mm-hmm. has ever dealt with the economic fallout, the human, uh, in, in terms of humanity, you know, the people that have passed away, those who have become sick. I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there and everything. And sometimes you wonder what's really going on. Is there a behind the scenes group that's running things? I don't know. Nobody knows. You that are posting stuff, you don't know anything. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Nobody knows for sure. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, you can kind of sense. And that's not that weird uh, to me because the Antichrist system, uh, the Bible says, has, has been in the earth 
since Christ was on the earth. That's right. So there's been the spirit of Antichrist. And somebody said, do you think this might be leading up to the Antichrist? (laughs) Oh, no. We're never going to have any of that. I mean, come on. Of course. Of course it is. Of course it means that it might be leading up. So what? We're still, as long as we're here, we're the occupying force. We're still more than conquerors Mm -hmm. through Christ Jesus. And the church is not going out of here from digging a hole in the ground with, you know, canned food that we bought from, you know, some televangelist. That's right. You know, I mean, come on. This is, this is like, don't let anything, this is what I'm going to talk about tonight from scripture, but don't let anything panic you and frantic you and you, you're doing things out of fear instead of faith and, and that will produce too. But it's not what you want. And so, you know, it's good to be, I mean, there's a balance. You, you know, you want to be prepared, you know, uh, you need, supplies in your home you know from cleaning supplies to paper supplies to food and whatever so you you follow your spirit on oh should we buy some of this sometimes you know we'll be shopping and we'll say let's buy extra of that you don't even really know why but then you find out there's going to be a shortage or something not to take away from anyone else but you know you have to look after yourself and your and your own family but you know to do something out of fear, like, like run half grazed out, <laughs> drive your car across the grass and, you know, and almost hit the telephone pole, you know, to get to the grocery store to get that last roll of toilet paper. I mean, really, please, you know, I, I just hope and pray that Christians weren't the ones acting like that. <laughs> I really don't like it, but because we should be prepared, but yet. We should never allow fear to rule us. Mm-hmm. Panic and frantic and freak out and scream out and, right. and all that and, and nervous wreck. That's not the way to live. No, it and that fear like that will, no matter what you do, can bring illness. Sure. Because you're like an attract, you're like a, you're like, you're like a, a light bulb to the moth. I mean, you know, you're just attracting yeah. the wrong things to you. That's right. Like a vacuum, really. It's, 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 don't you think whatever you're saying and whatever you're believing and whatever you're fearing um, makes a difference? I mean, it produces, doesn't it? Yeah. So let's get it producing the right way if we're not. And let's just look, do a little Bible study here tonight. Let's look at uh, Proverbs 3, 5. There's just two verses that I really want to go. I'm pretty pumped about this. Good thing I am since I'm the preacher. Well, and you said something today about you, uh, I think a teacher of yours challenged you a yeah. little bit, you know, with, are you going to let this thing beat you? And you said, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the music. The music, you know, and you're going to let the music beat you? No. You know? And I think that sometimes right. it's nice to be challenged. Are you going to, you know, are yeah. you going to live in fear? Or are you going to really believe what the Bible says? Right. And live really by what his words are to us. Yeah, so it's a good time to examine that, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, it says here in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. So we don't, it's, it's either or, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. kind of a hundred percent there. Yeah. Sorry to tell you that, but that's what the word says. Yeah. 
It's like, well, I trust God, but I don't, you know, no, you can't have a trust God, but <laughs> it's either trust God or not, right? Mm-hmm. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. That would be everything that you know. Mm-hmm. Also, I wrote down trusting experience. A lot of people trust their experience. And what about if you have something that comes that you don't have experience? So lean not into thine own understanding and, and to your own experience or your knowledge of, of the thing. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Mm-hmm. Now, is he going to lead you down the road where there's the bridges out? Is he going to lead you down the path where the rocks are going to tumble down and kill you? Mm-hmm. No. If he, I, I love, it gives me peace. The subject is trust and peace. It gives me great peace to trust in God because I know he's not going to lead me um, to the valley of the valley of death. He's not going to lead me to sickness and disease and lack of poverty. He's going to lead me if he's directing my paths. I know I might pass by some things that are scary looking, but I know that if I stay on his path, I'll end up in the good place. Be not wise in thine own eyes. In other words, just get over yourself. Fear the Lord or have have faith in the Lord, you could say. Fear the Lord, reverence the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So here we have health. Now we're talking about health. This is corona, the coronavirus has been ruling the airwaves for I don't know how long. I actually saw somebody the other day in their car wearing a mask inside their own car and they were the only ones in the car. Like they're afraid they're going to get the virus from the car itself or something. I don't know. I'm not mocking them. I'm no, just I saying. Don't. It looks a little fearful, yeah. you know, and you can just feel it in the air, can't you? Oh, yeah. I, I went to a grocery store the other day and, and, and I was on, I was going the wrong direction of the arrows and I about got arrested. I mean, it was like ridiculous. I'm thinking, well, I need to go to that section right there. I was trying to go to that section. And I didn't know how to get there. You have to wait your turn. You have to go around. You have to. I'm thinking, oh, my Lord, we're in the Soviet Union, you know, and it collapsed. So I don't know where, where we are, but it's just weird, you know, and you can just see people. If you if you notice in their eyes, they're just like if you start going towards them, they just freak out, you know, oh, yeah. like like they just assume that you're a carrier of this dreadful thing. Right. So there's this faith in reverse fear mm-hmm. in. um uh, illness i'd rather talk about this right here being being trusting in god and 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 by doing that and acknowledge him and him directing my path that this action will be health to my navel you you want a healthy navel think about it (laughs) and marrow to my bones you know that's interesting i know that in in uh 
in curing certain diseases, certain kinds of cancers and things, they've done bone marrow therapy now where they say that the health is in the bone marrow and they can do bone marrow transplant that can cause healing to come. So there's something about the bone marrow being a storage place of health and healing. And uh, isn't it interesting that scripture references that? The amplified here it says it shall be health to your nerves. Oh yeah. You know you can get really nervous <laughs> with all this going on, and That's you know great. maybe even on the verge of. I've seen people look like they were on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Well, they, you know, remember remember back in the day when you and I were growing up, women used to talk a lot more about my nerves are shot. You know, yeah. I feel like my nerves or. That child is on my last nerve. nerve. Yeah, on my last nerve. So there was a there was a thought of the nerve of your nerves being or being nervous or or like the movie um, High Anxiety is you know home for the very 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 nervous you know. <laughs> but I love that it says your nerves because it is true. It is all connected. Yeah, and 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 what you're saying about peace, you know, you could see how that calmness would would. You know, yes, your nerves would. They need to be calmed. Yeah. People take drugs for this. Well, yeah, and you you wouldn't even have to if you could trust in the Lord Lord like this. And then it says um, it would be marrow and moistening to your bones. Yeah, because dry bones cause like uh, think about osteoporosis, where the bones are honeycombed and they're they're literally brittle. Yeah. So there's no, there's no, um, life to them. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's good scripture. Something yeah. in the unseen realm, like what we, you know, say peace or yeah. uh, even joy and those kind of things yeah. affect your physical body. It does. It does. And it's, it, it is all connected. And, you know, my, my new book that's coming out, um, a deep settled peace. I talk about the fact that you're, you are living right now in, in any situation in either turmoil or peace. There's no middle ground. And so we, well, we can all have concerns and, 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 and prayers and faith and Lord, how can I, you know, I'm concerned about this. I'm praying about this. I'm interceding, but you know, that's a far cry from turmoil. Oh yeah, it is. And uh, I've seen people literally wringing their hands mm-hmm. in situations. Uh, <laughs> we went to visit this. <laughs> we went to visit this friend of my mother's one time. Bless her heart, and one of her kids was acting awful. I mean, just awful, you know. And she had grown adult son, but he was the ne'er do well in the family, the black sheep, as they say. And, was off, you know, doing drugs and hanging out with unscrupulous women and you know, just being awful. Pastor's wife and Pentecostal people, you know, love the Lord. You know, Pentecostal people used to be considered the power people. You know, the ones with the yeah. oh boy, those, those people are tough as boot leather. You can, they, they, you can really help them. Well, I mean, they they can really help you is what I meant to say, right. and. Uh, my, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it was kind of ridiculous. Cause I heard Brother Hagin tell stories about where he would yell at people to shut up. And I always think, oh my, how terrible. 
I found myself yelling at people to shut up. Well, so we're going to visit this woman and we go in and she's literally pacing the floor in a fuzzy robe and fuzzy slippers, you know, house coat and fuzzy slippers. And she, and her hair is in a knot, you know, and she's just, and she's wringing her hands like this, like, like, like a little extreme, you know, and she's, and she's going, gee, shouldn't laugh, but she's going, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Well, that's the name to call, but you want to call it in faith and not in, you know, in fear and in depression. And she's crying and bless her heart. She's upset. Okay. So we're there to, you know, encourage her and we go in and, um, and, uh, I knew this woman my whole life, like, you know, sister so-and-so, I won't say their names. I said, sister, cause there's a lot of people that fit this category. And I said, sister, you know, so-and-so, I said, uh, it's great that you're calling on Jesus name. He's here by the Holy Spirit to answer your need and your prayer. So let's get in agreement here and get in faith about your son. And let's, let's, let's uh, send a laborer across his path and let's, Pray that the angels will minister to him and that, that he'll do the right thing. And, you know, all the things that you would pray. Right. Ephesians prayers. Let's mm-hmm. pray some of those. Let's get in. Let's get in a better slot here than what we're in. She quieted down. And she looked at me and she says, okay, sounds good. So we start praying again. Now, Father, we bring to you, we name the son, you know. About the time we got about second sentence, she starts up again. Jesus, 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 and I said, now sister, we need to kind of change the channel here, you know, like, (laughs) like get on a different station because you, you, you've been doing this like for days because she said she had, and I like three days, she'd been freaking out. And I said, so that's not really helping you. Let's, Let's, let's change channels and get on. Something else, you know. Okay, okay. So, okay, let's start again. So we <laughs> start praying again. You know, I'm praying the word. Let's pray the word. Let's read the word. She's about second sentence. And she's just, bless her heart. I'm not laughing at her, but I'm telling you, it was crazy and extreme and, and, and like I thought she's gonna blow a nerve, like you just read, you know, have a nervous breakdown. Really, she was like on the yeah. edge of it. I think. Yeah. She's just letting this thing just take her over. She couldn't be in faith. You can't even pray when you're like that. No. And I said, sister, and the, and every time I said sister, she got louder. <laughs> you know, and I'd go, sister. <laughs> you know. So I finally said. In the name of Jesus, I command you, shut up. <laughs> what I did. And I felt terrible because she was an elder, you know, and I, but you know, I'm there to help her yeah. as a minister. Right. I said, shut up in the name of Jesus, give it a rest. <laughs> you know, well, she did. She didn't look very excited with my ministry after that, but <laughs> I was trying to help her. To get in faith where something would happen. Right. You know, so, yeah. you know, I, that's why I talk about emergency tongues. You know, I mean, I get it. There are times when there's not time for a Bible study. You got to take authority and make yeah. things happen. 
But you know, you can pray in tongues in fear too. Yeah. And I guess that's better than not praying in tongues at all, but you don't have to do anything by fear. Right. And you can, you can just listen to the information and go, okay, I, I understand. I'm not an idiot. I get it. I get what the Dr. Fauci or whoever is saying and I get right. what whoever's saying. But now let's see what God Almighty says. Yeah. And then get in the word and then begin to pray the word and then thank God for the word. And I'm sorry. I just don't know how it's to be. Right. But to be a word person, know. you know, we're sure. like, sorry, we're word people and we're not going to change. <laughs> so give up. <laughs> uh, I wanted to look at Philippians four. I hope you're getting something out of this tonight. That are listening. Here's some good. What do we do, brother David, during quarantine? And, you know, and certain states are saying they're going to go. I saw one state said they're going to go all the way through uh, July with theirs. So and who knows what will happen as far as, you know, they they are relaxing restrictions. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, what happens if the, 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 the numbers go up? Then they say, well, and they may have to re-restrict. So you don't know. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in this world. We're not in charge of the world, but we're, we can be in charge of our world. Yeah. And make a difference. So what do you do during this time when there's, everything's being threatened and awful? You do this, Philippians, you do Philippians four, right? Four. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Mm-hmm. Well, always would be under any circumstances. In everything, give thanks, the Bible tells us. Mm-hmm. Not for everything. You don't thank God for a coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So thank you for Rona, Lord. <laughs> what a blessing. Well, that would just be, I'm sorry, m- mental illness. Even though it's been preached like that from so many places. Mm-hmm. But we would say... In the time of this, we, we're going to still give thanks. Right. Well, for Jesus, he overcame the world. <laughs> Makes me laugh in a good way. <laughs> uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. How about that? Now, that doesn't mean you don't look before you walk out in front of a bus. But it does mean to not have any care. Carry the care, right? Right. But in everything, in everything, in everything, every situation, every day, every, every night, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving in advance. Thank you for the biscuits. Let your request be known unto God. Now, what will happen when you do this, when you rejoice in everything, always rejoice? Does that mean rejoice when you feel like it? Oh, yeah, that's a good time. What about rejoice when you don't feel like it? Oh, yeah, that's good, too, right? Because <laughs> it's always. Yeah. You rejoice when there's money in the bank. You rejoice when there's when there's when it's lean. Yeah. You rejoice when you feel well. You rejoice when you're having symptoms. Mm-hmm. Right. When you're under attack. You rejoice when people are blessing you and you rejoice when they're cursing you. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know what? I think that when people do curse you and say things that aren't true about you, 
I think it is an attempt to control you, kind of. Yeah. Because they're hoping that what they say will make you change and do what they want you to do or be the person they want you to be. Or right. Or we want to be the people God wants us to be. Sure. Anyway, the peace of God, this is what will come. The peace of God will come. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, do you think God's got, do you think God's running around in heaven with like a, with his crown, you know, half coming off the head and <laughs> trying to figure out what to do about Rona? Do you think there's no. an emergency meeting? The big shots in heaven, you know, yeah. Father, Son, and Spirit, and whoever else. <laughs> Probably your favorite evangelist. <laughs> this died already. All right, never mind. Okay, the peace of God, peace of God, God's peace. When we say the peace of God, let's say, and God's peace. Boy, that's big. Which passeth all understanding. In other words, it, it, it's, it blows your mind a little bit because it's like people would understand if you were upset right now. Right. They would be, they would be understanding of what you're going through. Your own self would say, well, I have a right to be, I mean, I got, I've had things happen to me in my life. Scarlett, you've had things happen that we both could say, we, we have a right. We would really have a right to be depressed and a little crazy and nobody would really blame us. <laughs> you know, I don't even know how they can get them by the way they are. You, know, <laughs> you can see that discussion. Uh, but it's beyond all understanding. It's like, you know, I and I, I've actually been accused of not grieving properly. You know, like mm-hmm. I lost my son, I lost my wife. Of my first wife and, uh, you know, some tragic things happened and I've actually been accused of, you're not grieving hard enough or you, you know, of course they don't know the, the, the tears and the grief that you experience when you're alone in your own home and no one's there to watch or listen to you. Right. You kind of, that's when you let it go and you don't try to keep, you, keep, you don't keep your composure oftentimes, but you know, I've been accused of, well, you know, you didn't grieve long enough or it's not hard enough or you don't seem like you care. It's like, oh, come on. Uh, the peace of God is what is is ruling and reigning here. Yeah. And it keeps you from losing, you know, losing your marbles. Well, sure. Why does everybody have to lose their marbles? Why? Why is that expected and accepted more? Then you know what? I'm not gonna let this. I'm not. This is tragic and bad, but I'm not gonna let it take me out. Right. Yeah. And it's almost like you get more respect from the world if they, if you let it take you out. Oh no. Then you're some sort of a hero. You fought hard, but it finally succumbed. Well, I'd rather just overcome. Right. How about that? Amen. Just saying. And what will happen with this peace of God? It will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Yeah. What do you think? Well, you know, in the Amplified, can I read some of it here? Oh, yeah. It's so good, I think. 
Um, of course, rejoice in the Lord. Always delight yourself. Gladden yourselves in Him. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, and then it goes on to say, uh, do not fret or have anxiety, any anxiety about anything. Yeah. Now, you know, people really get mad at you when you're anxiety free. They yeah. almost want you to, did you hear what I said? You know, they're, they're almost wanting you to get involved in their yeah. level of fear or hurt or anxiety. And it doesn't mean that we don't care about, you know, but I've heard some people say, well, aren't you upset about this? Yeah. And, and you know, it might be upsetting news, but yeah. like you were saying a while ago, panic and, 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 and doing thing haste, something hastily is usually when I've made the greatest mistakes in oh, my life. All of us. Yeah. And um, I love what, you know, some of the recovery programs, they say, if you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, don't make any decisions. They, they, it's like an, acro- an acronym, yeah. HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Don't do anything, you know. And I like I'm that. Often I'm often angry. <laughs> hungry and angry at the same time. <laughs> That's not a good place. Don't be hangry. <laughs> not a good place. No. But you know, they said, don't make a decision when you're in those. Yeah. You know. And and I I like to add fear to that too. Yeah. Don't make the decision when you're frightened out of your mind. It's just not a good time. No. <laughs> it's better to get over here in the peace of God and said, you know, he he says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and everything by prayer and petition. Yeah. So there is something we can do. Yes. You know, and I've heard people say there's just nothing we can do, but you can always pray. Yeah, you you absolutely. can and you can make a petition to God. And that's what I've used to if there is something coming on me like panic or fear, yeah. that's when I've used to to cast it over on the Lord is prayer. Okay. God, I can't do anything about this, but I know you can. Yeah. So I'm going to put it in your very capable hands and I'm going to relieve myself of this pressure. Yes. Because it's just not good for no. me to, to stay under that, that no, pressure. No, that's and right. fear. So, so I think that, um, it, it gives us the answer to what we can do, you know, prayer, petition yeah. and Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful thing. And uh continue to make your wants known to God and God's peace shall be yours. Yes. That tranquil state of the soul assured of its salvation through Christ. Tranquility. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So I think that um this is a beautiful thing to have the peace and tranquility. Absolutely, absolutely. And um yeah, I no, I love that. The the I love the the fret. Do, do not fret, <laughs> you know. And the thing is, is, is a lot of times you have good, you know, solid good reason to fret. Oh, like, yeah. like where people would go, well, I don't even know how you're holding up as well as you are, you know. And it's like they mean well. I don't oh, mean sure. to be mocking anyone, but you know, they oftentimes people mean well. But, but at the end of the day, you have a choice to make of, okay, I have, I have, like, it's like having a right to hate someone or having a right from just carnal thinking, natural thinking. I have a right to be offended. Mm -hmm. You ever, someone said something was pretty offensive and while, and, and you're, you're, the more you read the love book, the matter you're getting, you know, how to walk in love. And you're thinking, you know, I really have a pretty good 
uh, I've had pretty good grounds here to be offended yeah. at this person. And um, nobody would blame me for being offended because right. of, you know, they knew what they said to me and the tone of their voice, yeah. their language they used, and you know, and even maybe got physical or something. I, I have a right to be offended at their actions. And it's like, okay, so you, you, yeah, you have a right to be offended. You have a right to be grieving. You have a right to be angry, hangry, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, uh, um, I'm telling you, there's a higher road with better results. And so the better choice would be to say, okay, Lord, I'm really upset over this. Now that you can pray that off of you. Oh, yeah. Like sometimes it's the Lord said, did you hear what they just said to me? (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to make sure he heard it (laughs) because it can can be so bad. And um, words are effective. And like you said, justified feelings. And really, I don't think we would be completely normal if we didn't feel the injustice. I mean, you know, the idea that because you're a faith person and a word person, you don't have feelings anymore. Right. Well, that's only if you've had a lobotomy. Right. You know, <laughs> then maybe, okay, but, you know, maybe something, I don't know, you know. Anyway, <laughs> if you get a lobotomy in the spirit, you know, Lord, just fry their brain. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you think about that, that um, you have a right. You, you sometimes have a right. Or just because of bad news, health, bad news, wealth, bad news, absence of those things, whatever. Somebody ripped you off or something happened to you. And you think, well, you know, I, I'm, I have a right to feel sorry for myself. And so those are all those things. Yeah. You could, you could exercise that right from the carnal standpoint, or you could get on the higher road and look in the unseen realm. And if you could see the damage, that exercising those rights pulls upon you, right. you would never do it. It's almost like, you know, maybe a bad habit in your life. They say, if you can see what you're doing to your insides or whatever, right. eating the wrong thing or whatever, uh, or, you know, drugs or something, if you could see what it's doing to your brain cells, right. you know, you would never touch the stuff again, something like that. So it's like that. It's like strife, envy, uh, offense, mm-hmm. Uh, upset, um, disappointment, confusion, any of those things. Um, yeah, you could exercise your right just from a carnal standpoint and take advantage of that. Yeah. But if you could see what you're doing to your spirit man and you yeah. could see what you're doing to your faith, you would never, you'd, you'd shy away from it because it is toxic. Yeah. It's all toxic and it's all designed to zing you. It's all designed to take your joy, take your peace, take your faith, take your love, uh, take your sense of well-being, your sense of God looking after you, mm-hmm. all those things is, is the design. For sure, yeah. And, um, that's why the, that's why oftentimes the people that upset and hurt us the most are usually people that we're very close to. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, because the other people, we would say, well, we don't even know them. Their opinion doesn't really count. Like somebody cussing at you on the freeway, you know, giving (laughs) you the, the, uh, giving you an unclean gesture or whatever, you know, (laughs) something that's not right. And, uh, 
Yeah, and then the Bible says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Yeah. And, and, and just keeping that rejoicing. Yeah. We were reading about rejoice. Yes. Rejoicing, um, and keeping that, uh, tranquility. All those things are, are going to be a yeah. medicine to your flesh. Absolutely. And then a, a broken spirit, you know, dry the bone. We're talking about dry bones. Um, yeah. So it, it, the state of mind that we keep ourselves in is very important. And God has a plan for your mind to, to be kept. You know, it says uh, that will keep your heart and mind. Yeah, keep it. Instead or preserve of it. Lose your mind. Lose your mind. <laughs> Yeah, or people that say, let me give you a piece of my mind, and it's like, you might want to hold on to it. You get, you keep giving pieces, and then finally, you don't have enough. <laughs> um, I like this word finally here. I think it's a good way to wrap up this discussion, don't you? Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on those things. And, uh, you know, you can do that. You can choose to, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you what, I'll listen to a little news on the day. We usually have a news program we watch at five in the afternoons if we're home and we tape it in case we miss it, but we'll kind of get the gist of what's happening from some of that. And uh, after that, I'm, I, I, it, it starts grating on my nerves because yeah. it's like, we don't, we don't know how much that they're telling us is true. Is it propaganda? We don't know. Right. And then sometimes stuff's reported and then days later they'll say, well, that actually proved to be a false report. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I just changed my whole life plan based on that. But anyway, <laughs> All my investments, but, uh, you know, you just, you just, you just want to say, um, I, I want to turn off the TV and we, which we do. Yeah. It's not on 24 seven no. at our house. It's on 24 seven at your house. You might have problems, but ours is off and then uh, a lot more than on. And then we'll, after hearing that, we'll just start praising God for what we know is true yes. and real. That's a good way to say finally, isn't it? Finally, mm-hmm. think about these things. And, and then you got something to rejoice over. Oh, yeah. You know? Amen. Amen. Okay, let's pray for the folks out there tonight. Hopefully that teaching inspired you. Inspires me, anyway. And uh, so, Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for this opportunity to minister through the Internet. Lord, we thank you for those that are watching. If anybody's got a um, physical need, we thank you for your healing power, touching them. They release their faith. Only believe, only receive, and, and let God touch you. Let your faith go to God. And then, you know, after you've prayed and thanked him, get up and do what you couldn't do before. If you couldn't walk, get up and walk. Hey, if it's just get up and take two steps and sit back down, that's more than you were doing. You know, do something to put your faith with it. If you've got a financial need, uh, you know, yeah, claim the scriptures and believe God, curse the devil and all that, but find some way to sow a seed. I mean, yeah. if it's, if it's send in 
to whether it's our ministry or somewhere else and the, the thing of God, things of God, uh, send, send a roll of stamps or do something that's right. got value to yeah. it. I, you could put, you could put six stamps in an envelope and send it in and say, this is my offering, count it. Right. And it has value. And I don't know, I said that for somebody maybe. You know, Brother Copeland said that the definition of poverty is a person that absolutely has nothing left to sow. It has nothing to do with what they own. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do because they, they could be in a mansion with a Rolls Royce in the driveway and still be in poverty yeah. in their mentality. Right. And so poverty means that I'm thinking about my need all the time and who's going to meet it as opposed to me thinking about how can I be a blessing. And so if you, if you feel yourself, if you feel poverty kind of creeping in and gripping you, I mean, I know what that feels like. And you feel that kind of happening to you. Sow a seed, really. Yeah. You know, sow a seed in a ministry that you believe in. And you can believe in ours, but you can believe in others too. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not going to dictate that to you. You just follow the Lord. Sure. All right. Praise God. So, but in the name of Jesus, we just rebuke the spirit of lack and failure. Yeah. It's all of the devil and, and the devil's under our feet and all of his works yeah. in Jesus name.